next on the 5 o'clock report. Extra care for travel tonight. The metal was crashing, the glass was breaking. It is not an offensive threat to Russia. We need three offense today. That was an enormous mistake. This should have never happened. It was preventable. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Wintry woes. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. A snowy, sloppy, icy mess on most roads in New York and Pennsylvania this afternoon. Plenty of accidents and driving restrictions. The 511NY and PA511 apps or websites. The best source for updated info on that. As for the weather itself, Kevin Williams with a look at what's on tap tonight. For travel purposes, the heavier of the snow is diminishing and kind of transitioning to a lighter snow rain mix, although temperatures will drop in western areas late tonight on our way to some lake snow and flurries tomorrow. So we certainly would advise still extra care for travel tonight and for that matter tomorrow as well. Kevin's freshly updated forecast just ahead. This same large weather system brought trouble of a much different sort in the south yesterday. Tornadoes. This Houston area gym owner doing some heavy lifting, going through the damage to his place. What was it like? Like chaos and very loud. The metal was crashing. The glass was breaking out. It was extremely loud. Now to the day's other big story. Russia's invasion of Ukraine. It is not an offensive threat to Russia. That is President Biden this afternoon confirming that the U.S., after putting off requests for almost a year, is now going to let Ukrainian forces have 31 advanced M1 Abrams tanks, joining Germany, France, and the U.K. in adding what Ukraine says is a crucial part of its force. We remain united and determined as ever in our conviction and our cause. Ukrainian forces happy about the news, although they wish it had come a lot sooner. On the bloody battlefields of Bakhmut, frustration from soldiers like Andriy of the Rapid Reaction Brigade. We need weapons today because after tomorrow, this city can be destroyed already. It'll take months to actually deliver those U.S. tanks. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says it's not a matter of simply just dropping them off. There's training that's needed. There's sophisticated maintenance requirements. There's a supply chain. I mean, it uses a gas turbine engine, basically a jet engine, 1,500 horsepower. And former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo tells Fox News the U.S. should have been doing this a lot sooner. They just had this inordinate fear of provocation. We knew back in September that he was going to invade. We didn't provide any equipment then. He then invades in February. So true. That was an enormous mistake. This is months and months of time. Every day that this goes on, there's risk that Putin does something that even presents more risk to us here in the United States. Another big topic in Washington these days, the debt ceiling. Top Democrats say Republicans want to cut entitlements as part of negotiations to raise that ceiling. This plan just won't work. We're going to continue to highlight the economic catastrophe that could come from uh, their proposed plans. House Democratic Caucus Chair Pete Aguilar, House Majority Whip Tom Emmer says it's time for Democrats and President Biden to come to the table over debt. It would be a grave mistake for Democrats and the man in the Oval Office to dig their heels in on such an important issue. Elsewhere, a group of Republicans want to reinstate service members who were fired for not getting the COVID vaccine. Senator Ted Cruz of Texas wants to award them back pay as well. There are thousands upon thousands of servicemen and women who fought for our country, who Joe Biden and the Democrats wrongfully fired. The recently passed defense bill ended the COVID vaccine mandate. However, it does not address those who were fired for refusing to follow orders on the shot. For those who don't want their jobs back, the Cruz-backed bill would change their military paperwork to show that they were honorably discharged. A memorial service last night for the 11 people slain in a shooting at a California dance club. This woman was there. We were shocked, but we're proud of the way the community has reacted. Just have come here to support our families. 
The gunman in that attack also died, he of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. A small earthquake off the coast of Southern California had people talking today. I was just, you know, asleep and I felt a shake and I woke up a bit and uh, I stood there for a while and then it just went away. According to the U.S. Geological Survey, the 4.2 magnitude quake struck at 2 a.m. in the middle of Santa Monica Bay, followed by two smaller aftershocks. Pope Francis speaking out on the topic of homosexuality, saying it should not be viewed as a crime. Pope Francis says that laws that criminalize homosexuality are unjust and acknowledge that there are Catholic bishops in some parts of the world that support such laws. In an interview with the Associated Press, the Pope said God loves all children just as they are and urged bishops to welcome LGBTQ people into the church. Sabina Castelfranco reporting from Rome. A Virginia teacher who was shot by a six-year-old student of hers is suing the school now where that happened. This should have never happened. It was preventable. And thank God Abby is alive. That is attorney Diane Toscano representing teacher Abby Zwerner who was shot in the hand and chest after that child opened fire with a handgun in what police called a targeted attack at that elementary school in Newport News. The attorney says that attack was negligence on the school's part. Did administrators call the police? No. Did administrators lock down the school? No. Did the administrators evacuate the building? No. Did they confront the students? No. NBC News reports Werner texted a loved one before the January 6th attack complaining the child had her fearing for her life and that school officials were failing to act. They may be annoying at a picnic, but some familiar critters may also one day help save your life. Ants have among the most highly developed senses of smell on the planet. And now French and German researchers have trained them to detect traces of cancer. More research is needed, but it could lead to a new way to diagnose cancer much earlier and without invasive biopsies or blood tests. CBS's Vicki Barker. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, an update on a key Pennsylvania pro-lifers trial. The latest on New York Bay reform efforts and a Pennsylvania high school band singing a happy tune again. I'm Kevin Williams and here is your Family Life Regional weather forecast. For the night tonight, cloudy with brisk winds. Precipitation will be tapering though and becoming more scattered tonight as temperatures hold steady or rise above freezing for some. For your Thursday, blustery colder, rain and snow showers early and occasional lake snow and flurries could be a few inches accumulating in western New York and temperatures will be dropping from the 30s back into the 20s. Some leftover flurries and lots of clouds then on Friday. All right, thank you, Kevin. We'll check back in with you later. Right now, we take a look at the stories making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. Justice Department prosecutors and Mark Houck's defense team gave opening arguments in a federal court case in Philadelphia today. Houck charged with violating a federal law regulating protesters and abortion providers. Local DAs chose not to prosecute the pro-life advocate who got into a minor altercation with a pro-abortion worker who was ranting at Houck's 12-year-old son as the two Houck's were demonstrating outside a Planned Parenthood facility. The judge expects a second and possibly final day of testimony tomorrow. The Pennsylvania General Assembly has acted to create a mental health treatment database connecting patients with psychiatric care. More from Family Life's Terry Diener. The legislation would align Pennsylvania with care coordination offered by other states and is a step in line with recent increases in funding for mental health care. The proposal would create a database overseen by the Department of Health to give providers information on available beds that participate 
participating hospitals with the goal of improving patient care and easing overcrowding in emergency departments. The effort has been discussed for years, but has never become law. Terry Diener, Family Life News. Thank you, Terry. A woman with a history of mental illness charged with setting fire to an apartment complex in Springville, New York, that left a dozen people homeless. The single mom of four lost her home in the fire. A shell of everything gone. Memories just... I'm still in shock, I think. Another survivor of that Springville apartment blaze says she was amazed at how fast those flames spread. I remember running out the house, making sure everyone was okay, then looking back and there was nothing left. The 36-year-old suspect, Sarah Lilly of Springville, known to police she'd made over 60 calls to 911 in the past six months. Neighbors think the woman should never have been allowed on the streets. Things could have been done to prevent this. It could have been prevented. For sure. Absolutely. Lilly charged with second-degree arson. Those who survived the fire say it's a miracle nobody died. There was 11 people in this building that could have lost their lives. Just hours after the fire and before Lily was deemed a suspect, Erie County Sheriff's deputies transported her to a psychiatric center for mental health treatment. School districts in most places don't have enough substitute teachers. The Buffalo schools will seek to address that this weekend. Interviews for classroom subs will be scheduled this Saturday. You don't need to be an education major or you have a teaching license, just a bachelor's degree in any subject. Candidates must register online in advance to be interviewed. Another field facing staffing shortages, health care. Revelier Assisted Living in Erie is promoting high wages and good work-life balance for people who work at that nursing home. Manager Maureen Rizzo says nursing home work provides a career with significant relational meaning. Staff members become just part of the, the residents' lives. And we care about our residents as if they were our own loved ones. And we do the same thing with one another as staff and team players. Resident Lynn Peterson told WSAE that the center's caregivers connect well with the seniors there. The staff just treat me so good, so tremendous, I can't believe it. Back to New York, Republicans are demanding changes to the state's bail reform laws, which they argue are responsible for out-of-control crime. Governor Hochul agrees judges should have more discretion in denying bail to violent offenders. In serious crimes, the judge should have more discretion and to be able to consider more factors. The governor says part of making streets safer is getting more people involved in law enforcement careers. We have to get young people, uh, individuals who want to change careers, excited about public service and how there's nothing more noble than being out there putting on a uniform. The governor yesterday announcing a $15 million grant to improve crime labs and hire more prosecutors. Republicans say none of that really matters if bail reform isn't fixed. Since the start of the year, 200 cars have been stolen in Rochester, New York. Some of these people were arresting multiple times, and it's, it's juveniles for the most part. Uh, so we're working with our partners, and it's also going to include the DA's office and family court to see what we can do to try to stem this, as well as preventative measures. Lieutenant Greg Bellow says the vast majority majority of the stolen vehicles are Hyundais and Kias. Pennsylvania's new governor, Josh Shapiro, promising to make government operate more efficiently. Pennsylvania needs a government that works more quickly, that is able to figure out a way to get to yes. He says he wants to cut through bureaucratic red tape and allow small businesses to get the help they need from state agencies. If you want to grow your business or invest in Pennsylvania, you're not going to need to go to five different agencies anymore to get all your permits, your approvals 
or your funding. Shapiro has created the Office of Transformation and Opportunity, intended to streamline how businesses can get business done in the Commonwealth. And a spring break trip for a Pennsylvania high school band is back on thanks to the generosity of a neighboring district. We get the story from Family Life's Brian Query. A trip to Walt Disney World for the band at United High School was called off several weeks ago due to an investigation into missing money in the band booster accounts. But now it appears the trip is back on thanks to another district's kindness. The band at nearby Penn's Manor High School has invited United Band members to join them on their upcoming trip to Disney and perform together. United Acting Superintendent Charles Corrin said this trip would only be possible because of the neighboring school district being hospitable and gracious to welcome the United students along. Pennsylvania State Police are still investigating the missing funds. Brian Query, Family Life News. All right, thank you, Brian. Your nightly market report is up next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. After opening with large losses today, stocks crawling their way back, ending the day mixed. Microsoft reporting after the bell yesterday and initially surged on inline earnings, though the forecast reporting was more negative than expected and pulled the broader market lower to start the day. IBM and Tesla will report after the bell today, and analysts will be watching closely for their 2023 projections. Oil continuing to hover around the $80 a barrel mark. The Dow gaining nine points today, the S&P 500 ended where it began, and the Nasdaq dipped 20. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at ambassadoradvisors.com. Thank you, Dave. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. Trying to keep children entertained on the weekends can be an expensive proposition. Hi, I'm Rob West with a Faith and Finance Minute. A family of four can easily spend $50 or $60 just going to the movies. So here are some free ways to occupy the kids. Check out your community calendar. Most towns hold free events where your kids may even make new friends. If you have smaller kids and don't feel like going out, try a blanket fort. Invite the neighbor kids over and make a play date out of it. Don't be surprised if adults end up playing in the fort too. How about visiting an elderly or disabled person nearby? You and the kids can look for ways to help and it's also a great way to share life and the gospel with someone. And that never costs a dime. Discover the best Christian financial articles, podcasts, and videos by visiting our website, faithfi.com, or by downloading FaithFi, Faith and Finance, from your app store. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, a high school that found out what can happen when you let a computer control all of your lights. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. For the night tonight, cloudy with brisk winds and patches of light snow, sleet, and rain. A little additional accumulation for most. And temperatures will be holding steady, even rising for a bit this evening, then dropping again for some late tonight. Arctic air will follow the front and the system tomorrow, sending our temperatures downward. Blustery colder, rain and snow showers early, and occasional lake snow and flurries. Could be a few inches accumulating in western New York, and temperatures will be dropping from the 30s back into the 20s. We certainly would advise still extra care for travel tonight, and for that matter, tomorrow as well. All right, thank you very much, Kevin. Careful driving out there. Finally at 5. Turn out the lights. 
story of a high school that shines brightly even when it doesn't really want to. Trouble all started about 18 months ago when a computer system which controls all 7,000 lights inside of a Massachusetts school decided it had a bright idea. Let's leave those lights on all the time. Since then, many Chug High School has shown brightly 24-7. A software malfunction is blamed for the blinding breakdown, and as you might imagine, the school's district has racked up a dazzling electric bill in the process. No one seems to know just how much, but estimates are in the thousands of dollars per month. Now, why can't they just flip a breaker and turn them all off manually? School officials say that would have too many other consequences, from safety to computer system issues, so they've bitten the bullet and been the target of a lot of dark humor in the process. On the bright side, hopes are now high for a fix. Parts from the parts for the kooky computer system have finally arrived from China. School officials hope that soon they'll finally be able to turn out the lights when class is dismissed for the day. Might have been a big challenge when must have been a big challenge when teachers wanted to show a movie. That's the world we live in for Wednesday, January 25th, 2023. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.